Welcome into Ravens Press Pass. Today we'll hear from offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, and special teams coordinator Chris Horton. Let's start with Munk. When, going against the, the, the Cleveland defense, obviously you see the, the numbers are all up there. But what stands out to you when you're looking out there like, as kind of what, what the challenges they present? No, first of all, it is a great challenge. Uh, playing there, that's number one. Um, they do a great job of challenging you uh, schematically um, in all areas as you get ready. Um, in terms of your game plan, they challenge you. And they do it with tremendous players, but it's one thing to have tremendous players and, and the way they play. I mean, they, they play hard. They, uh, um, so it's going to be a great challenge for us, and uh, we're excited to go. How does it mean to you to go back to Cleveland, given your history there? Oh, I don't, I don't know. You know, um, that was four years ago, basically. Uh, in some ways, uh, wish I would have done it better. You know, there's, there's some of that that uh, the Haslam's were great, JW, uh, Paul, front office was great. Uh, we just didn't do it well enough. I didn't do it well enough. So that part of it, but um, I'm excited to go back. I'm a Raven, and that was four years ago. Is there any, um, it's kind of a dumb way to put it, but, but extra motivation in that regard because, you know, it didn't really go maybe the way you wanted or no. hoped? And so no, there's no matter. Motivation is to play better on offense and to execute at a higher level and stack plays. Um, you know, you can't go score, fumble, and then you go four straight possessions putting the ball on the ground. I mean, that's, that, that's what motivates me. It's not, you know, it's not going back to Cleveland. It's uh, the product we put on the field consistently, starting with me, how I do it, and then our players taking the plan to the practice and then to the field because we, we've seen what it looks like. So now we've just got to continue to improve that. That's the motivation. Lamar's uh, fumbled the ball four times. I mean, hasn't lost every single one of them, but he's fumbled four times. Uh, is that a concern? Is that something you have to address with him? Sure. It's always, uh, it doesn't matter whether it's Lamar or any quarterback in terms of their ball security in the pocket, outside the pocket. Um, and you know it's coming the more it ends up on the ground. I mean, it's, there's no question they're showing that to their defensive players. So it's a point of emphasis this week of all of our players. We can't, can't turn the ball over, can't put it on the ground. It puts us, puts us all at risk. He didn't end up throwing downfield very much against the Bulls. What, what happened to sort of make that the case? Uh, some of it was, you know, early in the game we did the first two drives. We hit, uh, you know, seam throws or a pocket throw to get it. And uh, we had another opportunity late, late in the game. But... Some of it, uh, we were trying to get the ball out. It was a situational part. There was others we did have opportunities or we were trying to get it down the field and we just didn't end up getting to it either by protection, uh, route, and some of it was by design that we were trying to stay a little bit ahead of the, ahead of the chains. Did they do something different like take away the, uh, the run in overtime, Lamar running in specific? Um, some of it they did. They, they got some bigger people out there that, uh, that made it a little more difficult. Um, got to do a better job of scheming it and calling it. Uh, that's for sure at the end. Um, but no, we, we, we certainly, and there's part of it that we didn't execute well enough. So it's, it's all the above, but it starts with me and uh, how we do it and having a much better plan and giving us a, a chance to execute at a much higher level. What is the message to the offense this week? You know, it's only week three as a new offensive system. Do you, after a game like that, do you kind of say, all right, you know, we're still, we're still in the early stages of growing, or how do you kind of talk to them about that? All the, all the above. Um, 
you don't want to overreact, but you don't want to just scrub it under the rug because it was just a week ago we went to the Bengals and played really, really well and functioned at a really high level on the road. So we have it in us. So how do we carry that week to week? How do we um, install it, game plan it the right way so our guys understand what to expect? And when uh, we get there or we get those opportunities, we have a chance to, uh, to execute at a high level. That, that's really what it is. Uh, at times we have too much drag. Too much starts with me. I mean, I'm, I'm in charge of it. We have too much drag, you know, and there, there's a lot of reasons why that is, but it really doesn't make it. you got to clean it up and get better at it and take it to the field. Um, because, like, like I said, we've two weeks in a row we've taken the opening drive and gone down and scored. And then it carried over the Bengals, and then, you know, it didn't. You know, we had certainly an opportunity on that second drive, and then we just sputtered. Then we just never got that mojo back and got to find a way to get that. Got to call it better. Got to execute better. That's uh, that's the way it works. What are some of the broad strokes, ways of contending with the Browns' defense? I know that they're aggressive. They talked about how they really want to make Jackson uncomfortable. What are some broad strokes, ways of you know going against that defense? Maybe. Well, first off, it their goal. They're trying to make every quarterback uncomfortable, like every defense is. I mean, that, the idea is if you make the quarterback uncomfortable then it's difficult for them to operate. Um, so I understand that part of it. Our job is to try and make it where he's not uncomfortable. It's really actually pretty simple in football. They're trying to make your quarterback uncomfortable. We're trying to make him really comfortable, and then we'll see. You know, that's really, that's really the, the chess match there, really. You know what I'm saying? And we got really good players, and they got really good players. So let's go. Just play hard. You know, I just, I just think they uh, – you know, I think they've done a nice job of their acquisitions in the offseason, bolstering their defense, obviously bringing in, you know, Jim and they're bringing a the new defensive scheme. It's got a new excitement, a new enthusiasm. And then when it gets backed up in games, it even just raises another level. Does that make sense? Like, you know, all of a sudden that confidence level just continues to raise as there's a belief system, then it gets, you know, translated onto the field so then it just raises like okay this is what it looks like so that's our job to uh to do everything in our power to not to not uh to not have that happen come a sunday how much harder is it to put the focus that you want to on locking garrett when you know they have Zedarius on the other end sure well they've got they've got good players so it's and it's not even just him i mean they're very active at linebacker i mean they, they like to bring delpit you know they they bring multiple players they get edgy um, they make you defend, you know, um, a number of players, number of coverages, schemes, uh, just in terms of just making sure you're sound. And to me, the biggest thing is how do you stay out of those long, long yardage situations? How do you stay out of the chains? And when you get opportunities to be able to make plays down the field, that's that. But that's not just them. That's everybody. How do you stay out of chains? And yet, how can you still be explosive uh, to give yourself a chance? And that that's the challenge. Playing playing a good defense. Different for every receiver, but what do you want them? I guess how do you want them to improve when they can tell what's is coming and you know Lamar might not be able to get to the end of his drop before he's got to kind of get rid of that. Sure, we we did an outstanding job at Cincinnati in terms of when they did come. You know, in terms of our recognition, and some of it was still good on on Sunday. Uh, we just weren't as clean. We weren't as clean in in some of the protections. Something to do with them. Um, we weren't as clean in terms of our routes. Uh, we weren't clean in a lot of areas in terms of the calls. I mean, it's it's all of us. I mean, at the end of the day, 
Um, you own it. Um, we got offensively, okay? We got to coach better. We got to attack the week better, and we got to execute better. It's really that simple, you know? How difficult is it to, to keep with a game plan, especially uh, passing what you want to do, passing when you might be without two of your top receivers? Well, I mean, uh, first off, that's why Nelson Aguilar is here. You know, as a player, Devin Duvernay's made plenty of plays here in the past, and, and Zay is a fantastic rookie, you know, only going to get better. So Mark Andrews, I think for the first time in three or four weeks, is feeling, you know, better. I mean, he, I think he's, he's moving better. I mean, really, this is the first week I've seen, you know, um, in probably four or five that I feel like he's at full speed, you know. So that that's a positive. That's a plus going in this week. And every week that we're together, I really believe we're going to continue to do it better. And we'll, we'll see. Next up, defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. After Chubb's injury, do you see them changing a lot uh, from a run scheme standpoint without him, or, or is it just kind of plug and play? Um, probably more the latter. Just you know, small sample size with the one game, but um, yeah, sticking to the sticking to their normal plan. Very uh, potent run game, you know, best, some of the best in the league. So we expect the same. Do you think with his versatility and other teams' strengths and stuff, it's going to be a weak big thing with him and where he plays and how you need him nickel and all that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's that's a fair assessment. Um, again, we, we've talked to his versatility for forever now, it seems like, but um, definitely allows you to have that flexibility on a week-to-week basis on how much. I don't think the plan was to put him there the whole time. You know, it's just and you see how games go. So. Um, and then where we're at personnel-wise as well, you know, that we'll be driving those decisions from from a week to week, and then throughout a game basis. How seamless or how impressed have you been by Derek Worley's translation from cornerback to safety and be able to basically get every down defender for you guys on Sunday? Yeah, it's a, that's a great point. Um, really seamless, I guess, is a great way to explain it. You know, throughout the spring and the off season, it felt like. A seasoned vet back there, and, and understanding kind of the eye progression and the overlap, and the things we're trying to create in the secondary, um, just had a great feel for it from the get-go. So um, seamless is a good way to describe it. When you have a guy like him or Moon play that many snaps in the game, how do you approach this week, um, just in terms of workload or uh, making sure they don't get tired out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't want uh, anybody playing 100 snaps, um, but obviously the game unfolded a certain way, and you know you got to do what you got to do to try to win the game, but. You know, it's a tough league going back and seven days later and sometimes you know three or four days later having to play a game. So these guys are pros. Harps does a great job of setting the schedule up and we have a bunch of recovery things that guys are taking advantage of. Everyone has their own uh, individual kind of plan on a week-to-week basis. But um, those guys, we're talking, they're a little sore, but they'll, they said they'll be ready to go. You're blitzing at a higher percentage than you were last year. Is that is that driven by the fact that you're missing a lot of guys on the edge? Is it more about sort of the matchups you've faced so far? I mean, what's, what's pushing that right now? Well, it's something that we want the ability to do at any given point. So you're, you're um, to have the threat of a of, of blitz on either side or up the middle or double edge or whatever. You're um, always want that threat to an offense. So uh, that's just part of our identity. I think you might not have seen it last year for s- several reasons. You know, probably what we felt like our team strengths were and how how good we were at the different um, you know you know kind of pressure packages that they were able to get to. So. Um, I think it's more probably it's probably a it's still a game plan idea, but it's something that you know we're definitely going to carry and have the ability to get to at any point in time. Mike, 
with Watson how comfortable he was in his play last week than you had from when you were watching the first two games? Um, it's tough to tough to gauge his comfort level. Uh, definitely the effectiveness and the efficiency of the offense. You know, you can obviously go by the stats and the score and things like that, but um, feel like they're finding their stride and who they want to be. Uh, you can def yeah, definitely for sure. Like, uh, what impresses you about how they use Amari Cooper kind of hunting for matchups, just his ability to, to line up anywhere and be successful? Yeah, they do a great job. It's uh, you don't see that a lot of. Um, Receivers playing all those different types of positions, and they find different ways on a week-to-week -week basis to scheme them open. To your point, and uh, you know, it's 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 credit to him. You know, it's probably not it's not easy to be a receiver and learn all three spots, sometimes four spots, and learn the whole route tree from there. So, definitely a dynamic player that we're gonna have to account for and understand where he's at at all times. Coach, in terms of the intangibles that some of these guys bring, in terms of Patrick Queen, um, we saw him, you know, take responsibility for the loss per se, like after this game. What have you, or after this last game? What have you seen from him in that aspect, personality-wise, getting more comfortable to being a leader? Talking about just with PQ. Yeah. Um, it's it's the PQ that 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 we know and love. I mean, I, I, it's nothing different that we expected. It's nothing out of the ordinary from him. It's to me, it's uh, the guy that that we know, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'd, I'd speak to the whole defense and team rather. You know, the the, the mentality and the things and the discussions that we had after the game. Um, not that you're proud to hear it, but it's it's uh, it's it's reflective of the character of, of the guys we have on the team. Everyone's looking inwardly. Um, we're humble and hungry enough to look for things that we can do differently on an individual basis and eventually make our team better. You know, to take the next step and become the team we want to be over the course of the year. You know, it's we're three games in, going into the fourth game. We got hopefully a bunch more after this, and uh, really, I think that attitude is reflective. You know, throughout the locker room. Their, their defense has obviously been tremendous so far. Is that something that you pay attention to at all? Or does it still get any competitive aspect in your players, do you think? Or is it you don't play them, so it's not really on the radar? You know, our focus is really just how good can we, how good can we be as our, as our defense and how, what we can do to win the game. Um, obviously, they got great stats right now, so um, got to give credit where credit's due. But um, we, got, we have enough to worry on our side of the ball. Prove upon. I know the Colts did run 30 sometimes that to yep. get those yards, but uh, as far as the defense, what do you want to see improved in that aspect? Well, uh, to your point, there was definitely a standard here in, in, in run defense, and you know you can't give up four explosive runs. I mean that's just uh, the fact of the matter. Different. There's really a couple of them. We uh, we lost the edge um, on on two on two runs on, on the 24 yarders, and then we can play the interior runs better on the stretch cutback. And the uh, split flow play, we just need to play that play better. And uh, we missed a tackle on that one as well. So uh, we've talked about those plays. Uh, guys, it's very clear on what happened in those plays and who's responsible for it. We'll leave that in-house. And we'll just keep attacking it. You know, And uh, this is definitely a challenging run game that, you know, that brings to the table. So it's all hands on deck this week, as, you know, as with every week. Coach, can you talk about how Hamilton's progress, especially after Well, he had a he had a, he had a great game and um, was able to get the ball off the quarterback the one time that you know probably could have changed the game there at the end of the half. Uh, but it's it's uh, not surprised. It's what we expect from Kyle. You know, he's a guy that we're going to move around and we expect you know to influence the game from multiple positions. And um, the expectations is to, is to do it on a weekly basis. I mean, he's that type. He's that type of player. So um, moving forward, just. Keep being him, you know. Don't don't reach for plays. Let the plays come to you. But you know, play with the effort that he's playing with, just like the rest of the defense. And 
um, keep attacking the ball so we can we can turn, take it away and give it back to our offense. Um, well, well, I can tell you this, he's an impressive guy. I mean, from the day that he, we came in to, uh, to visit and just getting to know him and talk to him about ball, and he's already got third down thoughts and stuff like that. Uh, but it seems like he's been in this defense for, you know, however long, but it's, a, it's impressive. Similar to like when Rokon showed up, you're just like, okay, this, this dude, he knows his stuff. So he's an impressive guy all the way around. Obviously a great football player um, from what we've seen already on the practice field, and, you know, he's got a great track record. So, um, um, you know, we'll see how it shakes out over the course of the rest of the week, but I uh, feel really great about him. And lastly, special teams coordinator Chris Horton. Good to see everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, for us, you know, just having an opportunity to really just kind of analyze the, the last three weeks of, uh, of our games. It's about the little things, it's about, it's about the little details, and that's really what we're chasing. Uh, we got a division game this week. Uh, we're looking forward to just really going out and trying to play our best football game. Uh, we still haven't put that together, but um, we're doing some good things, and, uh, and those things are showing up on the tape, but we got to really find some consistency, and that's all a part of what we're doing. Questions? You know, uh, overall, you know, I, I thought I'm, you know, we think he's he's done a good job. He's done a good job so far of really just kind of doing what we've asked him to do. And uh, and then there's some some things that we could always work on, right? It just goes back to um, that consistency thing that I'm talking about. Uh, it's just it's it's everywhere. It's across the board. It's not it's not just Jordan and punting. It's it's us covering the punt. You know, it's, it's just knowing just doing our jobs and understanding how to get those things done. But. Uh, that punt at the end of the game, obviously, uh, we, that's an opportunity for us to flip the field. Uh, the drop was a little bit, the drop was a little bit high, and it didn't, it didn't go where it, sh it should have went. So, again, we're just trying to chase those little details. I think overall, after three weeks, Jordan has done a, a pretty good job. What are, what are specifically some of those little things beyond obviously just consistency and trying to clean up that end of it? What are, what are maybe examples to it of those little things? You know, uh, some of the little things, just making sure everyone's everyone's doing their job, you know, uh, being where we're supposed to be uh, in coverage. You know, we do all, we have responsibilities and we haven't really truly uh, fan the field like we need to. So we spend a little bit more time just making sure that we all understand that, um, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of sit in the meeting room and coach it and do all those things. But it's another thing to go out into a game and actually get those things done. Um, we've been pretty good at it, you know, so we just got to keep we just got to keep chasing those little details. And we got the guys in the room to uh, to get it done. Right. Yeah. I mean, they can they can pretty much hit any ball that they want in that situation, right? Um, and that with that time, uh, that's kind of what that's kind of what we were thinking. Uh, you know, we thought we were under the two minute warning, um, and you know, we kind of did what we did with the instructions of uh, Zay, and uh, we're just putting the right guys out there. They they hit the ball, the ball, you know, pop a ball up. We want guys out there that can fill that ball. The situation that you had to practice a lot. It seems like it's a very unique kind of instance. The timing, everything involved. 
Uh, I think that, you know, we've practiced, we've practiced that situation. Uh, just, but it, you know, when you get in those situations, it gets real, real chaotic. You're trying to get the right guys out there, right? Because normally you'd put your kickoff return team out there, right? And then, so that team's different than what your hands team is. So you, you now you got to run around, you got to grab all the guys and kind of, and kind of do that, you know? And so it's just one of those things, man, we, we missed that opportunity. But uh, again, that's, that's one thing we're definitely working on. It's it's huge. It's it's across the board, right? It's just it's just not my unit. Uh, you know, it's just it's across the team, and we kind of we kind of just we kind of just roll with it, right? Uh, like I said last week, if you're on this team, you belong on this team. Uh, when you get your opportunity, you just go out and you just try to play your best football. Um, and if if we do that, it, it has affected us a little bit because the guys that normally do play for us, they're playing a lot more offense, they're playing a lot more defense. But we don't we don't kind of use that as an excuse. If you're here. Um, and you're on this team, and we put you out there. We're expecting you to go play well. Chris, what happened on the um, the 32-yard punt return that they got against you guys? It looked like Jordan basically executed the kick that he wanted the time. You had guys in the area, but it was one person out of position, or what happened? There? Oh, you know, I thought the punt the punt was great. The punt it was a great location. It was good on the punt, and we just we just again we just had guys not going to that ball, right? Uh, I think when you look at that play, and we sit back and we watch those plays. Uh, Isaiah's there to go make the play, right? But he's really the only guy on the left side. Uh, so we were missing two players that should have been over there on the left side. We just got to – guys got to continue to just do their job when they're out there and get to the football, and, and, we'll, and we'll be fine. Chris, it looks like uh, Jalen Armour Davis, when he kind of is able to separate, just flies downfield. I mean, the speed really pops on tape. I guess what, what do you kind of see from him and the role that he's been able to execute for you guys? You know, it's it's one of the things with Jalen, right? He is he is a fast guy, and uh, when you put him out there, you want to you want to put him in position where he could he could utilize his skill set, and speed is one of them. So when he is out out there as a gunner, you know, we want to make him plays. If he's in the single, we want to allow him to get down there and make plays. You know, we're playing him on we're playing him on kickoff. We got him playing all over the place as a gunner, a corner on punt return. He can do a lot for us. He hasn't played a lot of football. Right, so he's still considered a young guy that we're trying to get to play uh, up to the standard. And he has done a good job so far. Next, let's go into the Ravens locker room. How much have you talked about maybe having an opportunity? You already got one down that you guys need an early jump and get this win early. I mean, obviously it's big. You know, our division. Um, you know, you look at last year, everybody. You know, finishing a tie. Um, so just to be able to get those wins um, early and, and especially on the road. Um, it's a key to, to, to what we want to do in our future. So, you know, we got to take one game at a time and one day at a time, and um, that's what we're doing. Morgan, how have you been, uh, what have you thought about the way the team has responded to last week and, and kind of turned the focus to this match against the Rams? Um, you know, we looked at the film, and obviously we wasn't pleased with a lot of things that went on, and a lot of it was self-afflicting wounds, and um, those are things that you can correct, right? So, you know, going back to the drawing board this week and just making sure the communication and everything um, that we got going on, you know, installs and stuff like that, that we're doing the best job that we can to get those things done and um, just go out there every day at practice the next level. Thanks for listening to Ravens Press Pass. Make sure you're subscribed, leave a rating and review, and check out the Lounge Podcast where we preview the upcoming big game against the Cleveland Browns. Thanks for listening.